It's Friday, December 16th, and this is Brian with the Morning News. Give us five minutes and we'll give you the headlines you need to know to be in the know. U.S. stock losses deepened Thursday after central bank officials on both sides of the Atlantic signaled that they have more work to do to tame inflation and a batch of fresh data heightened recession fears. The major U.S. stock indices started the week higher, then fell Wednesday when the Federal Reserve raised rates by a half a percentage point. What spooked investors wasn't the rate increase, which was widely expected, but that the Fed raised its estimates of how high rates may ultimately have to go. The S&P 500 fell 99 points Thursday, while the Nasdaq Composite dropped 360 points. The Dow Jones Industrial Average fell 764 points to close at 33,202. In other news, the Senate passed a bipartisan $858 billion defense policy bill on Thursday that authorizes U.S. military leaders to purchase new weapons, increases pay for service members, and ends the Pentagon's COVID-19 vaccine mandate, checking a major item off Congress's year-end to-do list. Lawmakers voted 83-11 to to pass the annual National Defense Authorization Act, which would increase America's total national security budget by roughly 10% from last year's $778 billion authorization bill. The proposal, which typically draws strong bipartisan support, needed at least 60 votes to pass the Senate. The House passed the NDAA legislation last week with 350 votes in favor and 80 votes against. It now goes to President Biden's desk for his signature. Congress is racing to finish its remaining business before lawmakers leave town next week. In another significant matter, the Senate voted 71 to 19 to extend current government spending levels by one week to give bipartisan negotiators more time to craft a full-year omnibus deal. President Biden is expected to sign this bill as well, which would extend funding through Friday, December 23rd, and avoid a partial government shutdown this weekend. Around the world, North Korea tested a solid-fuel rocket engine that is central to quicker deployment of its long-range missiles, delivering on a key weapons goal for leader Kim Jong-un. Missiles typically use either liquid or solid fuels. With liquid fuels, the process to launch a long-range missile can take hours, making any potential strike more easily detectable. With solid fuel, however, the propellants can be stored inside a missile, allowing the weapon to be stashed in a more covert place and launched with more surprise. On Thursday, Mr. Kim oversaw the test of a high-thrust solid propellant motor that state media championed as part of a new strategic weapon system. Meanwhile, Japan called China its biggest security challenge and said it would sharply raise military spending, including for missiles that can hit other countries, marking one of Tokyo's biggest post-World War II shifts away from pacifism. Releasing its long-awaited military strategy for the next decade, Tokyo said Friday that by fiscal year 2027, it would spend about 2% of its GDP on defense, up from about 1% now. That is a turnaround from Tokyo's post-war pacifist outlook, enshrined in its war-renouncing constitution, which made it wary of threatening other countries. And a huge aquarium in Berlin burst Friday, causing glass, 
water, and hundreds of tropical fish to spill out of the sea life tourist attraction in the heart of the German capital. A wave of debris swept out of the building, which also contains a hotel, cafes, and a chocolate store, as 264,000 gallons of water poured from the aquarium shortly before 6 a.m., police said. The operators of Sea Life say the 82-feet-tall Aquadome was the biggest cylindrical tank in the world and held more than a 1,000 tropical fish before the incident. There was speculation freezing temperatures that got down to 14 degrees Fahrenheit overnight caused a crack in the tank, which then exploded under the weight of the water. Now you know, and you're ready to go with the morning news. Share this with a friend, and subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcast. You can also sign up for our newsletter at themorningnews.com. Thank you for listening.